Today, we talk with Trip from the podcast, How to Talk to Girls, and dive into the differences between men and women that will up your game. You'll hear Trip's take on how to approach a woman, breaking the ice, and how to avoid the friend zone. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome. Episode number 96. Yay. Damn. Almost to 100. We're Not sure there. what that means, but it's still... It sounds... Sounds big. Im- yeah. The top of the totem pole. Uh, uh, a few things to mention yes. real quick. Um, so we uh, we have our monthly advice show. Yeah. Uh, so please write in your questions to our email uh, advice at... TATALKSEX.com. Mm-hmm. So get your questions and you have all month. Uh, it airs the last Wednesday of the month. So, uh, so be sure to... Uh, get that to us yeah and you have all of june to to think step about. it up right <laughs> any any it? summer fun conundrums that come up <laughs> right <laughs> any bad awful experiences you need some help with um we also have our new youtube channel that is launched where we have our in bed with series where you can get to know our guests a little bit better a little bit more intimately yeah fun story and they're hilarious uh so so that you would search ta talk sex all one word um or i think if you put in tia ampersand a talk sex like like a normal sentence that'll come up <laughs> like, uh, like algorithms internet mm. um and then we also have uh um, love tv love is now um hosting our content and yeah. we have exclusive video content for them and this is just a great website all around they have um curated amazing content about sex intimacy and love there so um go check it out it's yeah. love tv.co and you can find our videos and blogs and um uh little advice bits there yeah, as well I feel like they're raising the bar and in, in that kind of quality it's, of content I get lost there it's just this never-ending sea of like ama- yeah, you know, amazing I articles about and, that well yeah. I'm gonna write my own about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so today we're welcoming Trip from yeah. how to talk to girls uh also love what Trip is doing I think he really raises the bar in in quality of content and kind of getting deeper about real issues I think mm-hmm. that people have so mm-hmm. uh honored to have him on our show hi Trip Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> Trips thank joining you for having us. Me. Yeah, no, thank you for being here. We're very excited to, to to mine the gold out of your precious brain and experience. Yeah. I think everybody oh, wow. you, you said it so well. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, mine, let's mine some gold out of this. Let's mine some gold. <laughs> um so Trip, so uh so what how did you get on this? Because you, you've been doing the podcast for a while also. And, oh, like and all of this is based on your own experience, right? The advice you give. This is like hard knock life kind of yeah. lessons. Yeah, a lot of it is is from personal experience. I think, I mean, honestly, I think that's where we get most of our, our learning lessons anyways. You know what I mean? It's through the failures. And you can only get that by actually going out there and doing stuff. So, yeah, a lot of it is is through the experience. And, and yeah, it's funny, too, because, you know, we're talking about my podcast, How to Talk to Girls, but the way I even started doing any of this was through a whole other podcast that is still on iTunes, I believe. I don't think I ever took it down. No, it's still there. Yeah, we came yeah. across it. You know the one dudes talking about chicks? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I wonder if that's like still, people still download that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's how I first got started into the podcasting world. Um, actually, going back to talking about experiencing and, and failures, I wouldn't call that a failure, but it was kind of like version 1.0. And, and I have a, a YouTube channel that's very popular, but that was not my first YouTube channel. You know, I had to start a first one 
to even get the experience to do better on that second one. So I guess in a nutshell, it's getting kind of meta here for a second. That's kind of what I teach in terms of helping out guys is that they're going to mess up a lot and that's part of it. And that's going to be the big learning experience for them is going out there and actually trying to talk to girls. So that's what I'm all about is just going out there and, and taking action. Yeah, I like that message, too, because I, I feel like I've had some encounters where we, I'll have conversations with guys where, I, where maybe it's not going to work out between us. But if they have if they leave our dynamic with a better understanding, then they're equipped with tools for the next time and it's like well this situation might be botched but (laughs) (laughs) or or maybe you'll you'll say otherwise maybe you can you know rescue it but uh and the same for me right I think it's important to always say as as a woman like I'm always learning too like I make mistakes I've turned off guys you know and uh and kind of gone okay well moving forward I will be aware of that (laughs) gaff lesson learned Trip, is there any was I'm curious, like, was there any one specific moment or something where like you got rejected or something like again and you're like, F this. I'm gonna master this. Yeah, there there was there was a few moments. I think one of the ones I remember is when I was um when I was at a bar uh, drunk for the hundredth, two hundredth, five hundredth time. Uh, you know, tw- I'm at this point, I'm about 23 years old, going out with my buddies on the weekend. And, you know, you get drunk to 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 have that, uh, what's it called, the social lubricant, right. you know, the liquid, the liquid courage. And I was so scared to talk to girls that even the liquid courage didn't work enough. I, I just, I, it was like now finally going to the bar once again, trying to meet girls, thinking, by the way, that's the only way to meet girls. Um, and not having the courage to go up and talk to them, being pretty drunk. And I, I just realized at that point, like, this has got to stop. Like, I got to figure this out because drinking isn't helping and nothing is, is, is working. And I, I kind of refused to, to give up because I wasn't really going on really any dates at all. And I just didn't understand what attraction was. I mean, the, the, the worst part about it is I didn't even know that you had to understand what attraction was. It wasn't something I, I, I thought could be learned. And I think a lot of guys end up um, coming across that same kind of thought. You know, they don't realize it's something that you can get better at. And so thanks to Google and social media and just being able to search questions, you know, guys are now finding out, oh, there is a way to understand this and to actually get better at it, almost as if it's like a skill, like you're trying to learn um, you know, basketball or knitting or podcasting or whatever it is you want to do. So, so yeah, I think just that, that time going out really kind of struck a nerve. So I started to do a little research on my own. I started to, you know, go and, and, and read some books, but they didn't really help because the books out there were very just, I don't know, it didn't connect with me. You know, it was all about certain lines to say that was just didn't, that didn't, come across in terms of who I was you know for example there was I remember there was one thing I learned on the internet where you tell a girl that you used to like date a stripper or like a really hot girl like you'd say like you dated a stripper and <laughs> oh no you would say that to get her to think oh this guy you know gets 
gets girls or, or is, you know, it's hot girls are attracted to him. And I was like, okay, I understand the theory behind this, but putting this into practice was like, what? I, I, I just can't do that. It like, also seems very disingenuous. Guy. Yeah. You know, completely. a friend once did sort of hint that he had a large penis and I would like to say that it didn't work, but I have to say that in the back of the recesses of my brain, I was like, interesting. I didn't ever think about you that way <laughs> so maybe on christina that line would work <laughs> not the stripper thing but it was but i guess your story just now reminded me of how i feel like there's also a trending thing of like find a way to intimate your penis size in the conversation <laughs> it's like oh my god yeah it feels a little awkward a little you're like why are they talking oh <laughs> the sad thing is i don't know i don't want to encourage that i just thought it was funny. Uh, how about this how about this i'm gonna get how about the opposite i would tell the girl straight up with the pure confidence that your penis is just like not that big it's like it's pretty below average with pure confidence yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah it's not it's not that big no no, no, no. i mean and this, this that would be, work for me this, yeah this, this could be a joke you know what i'm saying not, totally. not saying it like it's it's real but you know just messing around i think a lot of guys end up trying to like overcompensate in conversations like they'll get teased or whatever or a yeah. girl might with them be like oh you probably have like a really small dick don't you and then instead of being like uh no i know or it's also like oh you're a really small dick don't you say oh no 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 i don't no it's good it's big you know like really being all defensive and and kind of combative against what they're saying they're like oh yeah no 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 my dick you're right my dick is so small like you can't even yeah. see it I, really literally you need a microscope to <laughs> i think that is the best way to handle Check that situation out. yeah totally cool. so I mean, okay so so you okay so you you were this is what was in books was yeah talking so about you, strip you know this these bad dis- advice bad advice right and superficial advice too that doesn't really like change the game overall for you for you as a person so yeah, then, it didn't really connect. Yeah, it didn't connect with me. So what did you do next? So then I thought, all right, I got to take it to the streets. You know, I was like, <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta just, I just gotta go out there and kind of take a, a more of a baby step approach and not think about, okay, every girl I talk to, I hope that I don't get rejected and I hope I get to date them and sleep with them. It was more like I need to use use the world out there as my my practice ground you know it's like i'm going out there to to um to play basketball and it's just kind of me out there shooting around it's not the final game you know it's just me figuring out the process kind of step by step and and doing it in a way that was a little bit more comfortable for me so that was what i started to do for about two months straight i decided i'm just going to go out sober and just start conversations and start to say hello and become comfortable with just talking to girls and talking to strangers and 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 just see what happens and go from there. So I, I even remember some of my first nights out, they were scary as hell. I mean, imagine you've been going out every weekend, mm-hmm. getting drunk, and so all you know about bars and clubs are under your your veil of drunkenness. So you've never really been to a club or a bar pretty sober it's really weird right so it's like this is what i was doing i was going to these places sober drinking water and you know this was not by the way this is not some you know amazing story like the first night i went out i met a girl and when i got laid and it was amazing like no this is like real life like going out first couple nights not talking to a single soul that's how nervous i was oh my god wow i commend you yeah. wait can i yeah. oh okay go ahead 
I have a, I, I went, I moved to Paris and I remember thinking this is my first night alone and it was Saturday night. And I was like, I can't stay in my room by myself. And I didn't know anybody. And so I just went and then in broken French, I saw three girls at a bar and I was like almost as nervous as you as a man. I was like, what do I say? And I think in broken French, I was like, I have no friends. I just moved here. <laughs> and and they, it worked? Yeah, they let me like hang out and dance with them. And then I met some guy and he took me to this other party. And, and, and so it started. Yeah, well, and then it was a fun evening. Nothing. I didn't stay in touch with any of these people. It was just like a one off. But, but, you, but you empathize with the pain. I did. It was it was humiliating, <laughs> but but necessary. And I had a good time rather than staying in my room by myself. It was definitely worth the the fear. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, too. I mean, you literally just did that. You, you know, you just you, you, there was no magic sentence. You just went up and you just started the conversation and look where it took you. Right. And I swear that happens more time than not. I mean. So to any guys who are listening right now, sometimes just going up and saying what's up is almost more than enough that can get you into a ton of awesome adventures. I mean, yeah. totally. Yeah. Plenty of nights I would go out and, and do that and and it just kind of shocks you. Like once you just start getting into conversation, you know, you never know where it's gonna go. So I, I just I believe half the battle is 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 ripping off the band aid yeah, as totally. fast as you can, going up and just saying hi, you know. Can I can I say though I wonder if even that shift in mindset really had an impact on what women were perceiving off of you. Do you know what I mean like shifting that mindset from having the goal of like that I think like perhaps most guys who are out in the bars perusing, you know, they have this mindset of like oh I'm going to get a date, I'm going to talk to this girl, I'm going to take this girl home or you know there's a goal. So you had said earlier where you got you let that go and you were just out for exploration it's a much more humble approach right and I think I feel like I would I would be able to pick up on that as a woman out yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if that it's in it in and of itself like letting go of that agenda I think as a woman yeah. I like to feel like you're not hunting me also <laughs> no really like so you coming open in this conversational way I kind of I feel at ease because I I'm I know that you're just chatting with me and if there is some chemistry or something there, it'll, it'll roll organically. I don't, um, yeah. And I think that makes you, me feel more special rather than like he came out hoping to check me off the list. Maybe. Right. Exactly. I, I yeah, nailed it. And I, I agree with all that. And I think one of the best ways to even explain that is this idea of, um, of not being attached to the outcome. Right. So, I mean, I'm glad we're talking to some girls right now. I can get some some thoughts here. I, I believe that one of the most unattractive traits is neediness from a guy, right? A guy who's really needy. Yes? No? Uh, yes, for me. Yeah. But I mean, can I ask? Well, go ahead. Do you remember trip? Because we we had all spoken earlier. Um, I, I told you the story about when I was at the bar recently, oh, and, and the guy the the um, wanted a compliment. Italian douchey guy who was like, "Aren't you going to compliment me?" <laughs> Did yeah, and you and you were turned off. Did I off. tell you this story? Trip? Well, yeah. can I ask you also, Trip? About but do you find? I mean, it's almost more common that a woman is. It's like more acceptable that a woman's needy a little bit. But does that? What, what's the line? I mean, I would think, I think men it's get unattractive in both. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess I'm curious, uh, Trip, in your experience. Uh, what, what if a woman's needy? You're saying? Yeah, yeah. like, like it, I mean, isn't it equally unattractive? Or are you? Well, or you're well, like, yes, I'm going to help you move your apartment. Well, it, de- it, it depends. I mean, I think there is a maybe I think maybe we're we're talking about two different things. I think there's a fine line between 
being needed and being needy. Uh, yeah, or, or being wanted. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, in terms of like a guy being needy to a girl, I would say one of the examples was what you were saying in terms of like going up and wanting something from the girl. You know what I mean? Like very, that that's like a needy mindset, like wanting right. something. You can you come off that way, you yeah. know, versus just going up and starting a conversation. You're not really looking for anything until something happens. Now, of course, on the other end of things, yeah, sure. Okay, a girl wants you know, wants me to help her move some stuff. I mean, it depends on what the situation is, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't really think that would be needy. I would no, think that she's yeah. help. You know what I mean? Right. I agree. Um, but if she's like texting me every single day and she wants to hang out every single minute, that's even somewhat attractive. I think to guys, they might like that in the beginning because they feel like, Ooh, she wants me. She needs me. They feel like the girl's attracted to them. But I think overdoing it starts to get into this, I think what I would call an actual needy territory where it's like, oh, God, it's too much. Yeah, I would suspect that like it satisfies the ego for a short period. And then after that, your yeah. ego is like you're yeah. saturated and you're like at this. Yeah, the, 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 the deeper red side flag of you goes is off. not going to be satisfied. Yeah, yeah. Like a girl being needed to a guy like in a relationship would be something like, you know, I'm telling my girlfriend, oh, hey, listen, we're going to hang out with the guys tonight. And she's like, no, why? Come on, hang out with me. It's like, what? Really? Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Need, neediness is not I, – I agree. And, yeah, when, if a guy comes up and approaches me from, from this place of neediness, I'm t- – it's not. I'm shut down. It's not. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, we're going to take a mini break, and we'll be right back. We're talking with Trip from uh, How to Talk to Girls podcast. And um, – you guys can write us at the advice at tatalksex.com. Um, get any advice questions and follow us at tatalksex and also uh, get a hold of Trip. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Are you on Instagram? Twitter, Facebook? Uh, I am. Yep. Okay, great. All, All of that um, at Trip Advice. With two Ps. Sorry, trip. two Ps, yes. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey guys, we're back with uh, TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're talking with Trip. So we're just going to pick up where we left off on uh, Trip, your experience with starting your podcast. I mean, we're talking about neediness, but I think we, we covered we that. Were talking, <laughs> we were talking about. I have a question for you, Trip. You had mentioned earlier, like, that you, like, what, what sort of started this whole thing was really re understanding or exploring the notion of attraction. And I'm curious what you discovered about that. Like, what is attraction for you? Sure. Yeah. yeah I- I think, well, let's, uh, yeah, so we'll talk about what attraction is for, um, for a guy to be attractive to a woman, but basically to attract a woman, you know, what guys have to understand is that women, um, speak a different type of language. They speak more of an emotional language. Okay. So I, I like to always use the example of, you know, there's all these YouTube videos out there where a girl will go up to 100 guys and ask them, hey, will you have sex with me right now? I want to come back to my place and have sex. And there's other videos where a guy does the same thing to a girl, right? And so when you watch the guy go up to 100 girls, what happens is that zero out of 100 say yes. They're all like, no, I'm not. Just because you asked me, I'm not going to go have sex with you. And on the guy's side, 
you know, when a girl asks 100 guys, something like 80% or more say yes. Mm-hmm. And the only people who said no were guys who were just thinking it was fake and they didn't believe <laughs> it or they were in relationships, right? Yeah. So this goes to show you that um, men and women think a little bit differently. Slightly. Now, I wouldn't say that men are sleazier than women or comparing and judging. It's just that men uh, have more of a, you know, and I'm talking about more like the instantaneous attraction, like how, how it starts, not how it lasts the relationship, but how attraction kind of begins. And for men, it's a little bit more visual. You know, someone, a girl that we, you know, are attracted to physically, we're going to go and approach. That's how it happens. That's why guys go up to girly girls at a bar. Oh, okay, she's cute. I'm going to go see if she's even really cool along with her looks, right? So they'll go and, and, and go from there. A woman's a little bit different. Can I... Her ask you well just with men I was thinking also almost even a little more than the visual but that a man is uh almost has to like like an element of proving himself too like okay she wants me to have sex with her like I'm gonna do this (laughs) right like I'm gonna I can have sex with her whereas I guess we're about to talk about women and what they're anyway go ahead about (laughs) women no I'm saying there's there's sort of a like I, I feel like there's a subtle difference in the actions of sex like for man and woman right so men are doing an activity um i don't want to say two it's together it's a language you know a conversation but there's like a an, man is doing and a woman is receiving right is that, is a that little, yeah in a, in a very simplistic way so so to be asked to have sex it's like yeah i can perform that act with you um whereas Maybe, a woman's yeah. like yeah. well give me some evidence that you're a good lover give me some you know like there's all of a sudden these things that she's looking for to want exactly. to have a mate exactly so exactly. to just be asked and, she's and, going well what are you offering and might i just add that right. this little experiment does not prove that women don't have a sex drive or have a lower sex drive it's just the access points are different right. i just wanted to which is i think yeah. what trips about to get to <laughs> right. so go ahead you were going to say yeah. so for women <laughs> so no, I, mean, I would say yeah it's not that yeah women and uh, you know there's even some arguments and opinions that women want and like sex even more than guys uh-huh. right but you're talking about exactly you guys nailed it it's that access point it's a, it's i mean it goes down to you know these are all theories by the way but you know it goes down to kind of evolutionary you know uh, what's it called um evolutionary evolutionary energy. psychology yeah. evolutionary psychology right is that this idea that a woman has a lot more to, quote, lose when she has sex with a guy. And a man doesn't really have much to lose. I mean, that's just one aspect, right? It's like a guy, you know, he's meant to spread his seed. This is why he's, um, you know, can have sex with multiple girls and not really think twice about it. But a woman, what can happen? Well, she can get pregnant. And not only does a woman not just want to get pregnant out of nowhere, but she wants to get pregnant by a guy who's has the right genes and that's going to be a guy who's going to pass on the types of traits that's going to make him able for survival so a woman's not going to be like just ask the question will you have sex with me and just say yes so she needs to look for that so it's not yeah exactly what you said it's not that she doesn't want it it's that she wants it with the right person even if it's just going to be for a one night thing like it's these things operate in the back 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 recesses (laughs) of our little reptilian brain stuff that is yeah reptilian brain this is stuff that is not on a conscious level, right? A lot of people don't right, know about this stuff, right. but it's just, it's what's happening, right? It's like, here's another example. Like, a, you know, if, if I walked on the street and asked a guy, like, um, you know, uh, do you think that girl's pretty? And he says, yes. And I say, why? He'll start naming the physical parts of her body. Oh, I like her boobs. I like her butt or 
she's the perfect type of weight for me or I like blonde hair or things like that, whatever it is. You know, there's reasons why those parts of the body are attractive to him. But for example, um, and I know I'm going to offend someone here, but because uh, we're talking to TNA, but for, uh, <laughs> for, 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 well, I'll just say for breasts and for butts, right? Those are signs of estrogen. And so men are attracted to women who have estrogen. So they're going to be attracted to those parts, those parts of the female body or like, you know, you might ask about like, why don't you, why aren't you attracted to a 300 pound girl? You know, why aren't you attracted to that? They're not going to really know why they're just going to be like, uh, I don't know. It's just gross or it's unattractive. But the, the, the deep down psychological or evolutionary psychological reason is because it's an unhealthy look. A woman who's 300 pounds is unhealthy. He doesn't want to mate with that and then produce a child that is going to have those genes uh, and, and can't survive. Okay, we're going down a really crazy path right now. <laughs> no, no, it's no, so interesting. What, I feel like it goes. Okay, go ahead. So what? But what? So what is it for? For, for women, is this is this where you're going? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what is it for women? So for women, it's more about the behavioral cues. Okay, so it's not about necessarily a lot of the physical, but that is part of it too. But it's mostly behavioral. So is the guy confident? Is he dominant? Is he high status? Is he assertive? Is he on his his path? Is he does he have a purpose in his life? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So mm-hmm. what's the, what's the exact opposite of all this? Okay, I'll tell you right now in, in a very um, detailed kind of visual here. The opposite of what I'm talking about is the guy in his basement who's doing nothing with his life, who lives with his parents, and is whatever, you know, however years old and, and he's got no job, no future. And, uh, and he's not doing anything with his, with his life. Right now, of right. course, it, biologies are going to weed that guy out of society because he's not going out and even taking action. But even if that guy were to kind of just be like, do the bare minimum, like, okay, I'll go say hi to a girl. He's going to be really shy. His body language is going to be off. He's not going to have anything interesting to talk about because there's nothing going on in his world. Mm-hmm. And so any girls who are listening right now, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there and guessing. You're probably like, oh, this guy sounds terrible. I wouldn't touch this guy with a 10-foot pole. Totally. Right? Mm. So it's not about – it's not 100% about looks, but it's about their, uh, their behavioral cues. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, right. can I, I feel like I liked, I just want to clarify, like when we were talking about men and women with, uh, like you said, guys are doing, women are receiving. I feel like that hits on this idea too. Like when, when you guys were talking about, okay, yes, in the recesses of our brain, but I feel like also on this more obvious, on a more obvious level, it's like you're saying she is receiving. So she's reading for cues of what are you giving? What are you offering? In And by that, I mean, not like money or something. I mean, literally like you're saying, you're, 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 um, signals and and uh and your behavior and that's telling me as a woman like what kind of lover you are am i if it is a one night thing what am i receiving from you mm-hmm. and are they things i want to receive I, i'm thinking a guy okay if i'm inside a woman it feels good period right i mean i don't or it'd be interesting to talk about that with you trip but generally it feels good like it's more physical and well, visual well but i so i i, I rankle at the word visual but uh, but i i it's like it feels good to be inside a woman so again this idea of like i'm going to perform sex with this woman but then a woman's going well in order for me to want to feel you inside of me like what are you what are you going to 
do once you're inside of me? You know, like what is it that you're what is it that you're offering? And I and I want to have a good experience and all of that. Or is, is it like you mean how is it you're going to be inside of me? Yeah, yeah. How are you? What? So what is the What's sexual the experience? Ocean, What's the your, yeah the motion of your ocean? All of it. Like and that, I'm talking almost in that very primal way, but all of it is is reading like what my experience is going to be. Go, you know, governed by this, by what you're offering. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think it's all that. And I think it's just plain desire. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, as a guy, sure. We want to stick the penis in the vagina. Ooh, that feels really good. But we're also not really doing that with anyone. I mean, maybe some guys are, but, uh, you know, uh, most guys don't really want to just do that with anyone who, who do they want to do with? They want to do with the woman that they are, physically attracted to and of course emotionally too but we're just talking about plain sex right now right, right. Yeah. Okay? and so with the, with the woman it's the same idea but on the opposite side who does who, what kind of penis does she want in her vagina well she yes she wants the, the the good sex moves and the and the motion in the ocean and all that stuff but she also wants it from a guy who's like gonna be really confident and really secure in himself and that's just going to make him attractive. That's just like that kind of magical energy and that magical energy she wants from that type of guy. And hopefully he can follow, follow through and, and perform in the bedroom. Yeah. You know, and to me, this all falls under the under the category of seduction. And I'm a huge seduction person where like I'm not. Um, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> if you have an amazing seduction game. Like, I don't care what you look like or who you are. It will probably work on me. Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, she's you know going mean? to yield. <laughs> like, if you if you know how to charm my snake out of that basket, like, <laughs> I, I, I can't help it. I surrender. But you have to know an ex. You have to know the song. Right. <laughs> but I do feel like all this stuff does fall under to me, the seduction game of like, totally. like, you know what I mean? Like, um all these cues and whatever indicate to me like it warms me up and butters me up. And it's like, you know, which is why if someone comes up and asks me, Hey, you want to go have sex? I'm like, fuck that. Like, wh where's my song? Yeah. Like charm my snake, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not coming out of the basket I'm for like, that. Exactly. No guarantees. <laughs> well, right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like men, men are more like a, like a switch. And this is something I, I did not make up. I've, I've heard this somewhere, but men and men are more like a light switch. And women are more like a like a volume knob or like a dimmer knob. You know yes. what I mean? It's not just like instant for a woman. It, she needs to be turned on, and and she needs to be turned on slowly. So with a woman, it's more about you know the tease, and and I'm talking about on a macro and micro level. You sure. know, we're talking about you know in the interaction itself, but also in the bedroom. When you're in the bedroom, you know a guy will just be like, "All right, I'm ready. Let's stick it in." But a girl's like, no, I need to be warmed up. I need to be teased. I need to be turned on. There's more of a process. I need to be physically seduced. That's why you're not just a woman that's not just going to be ready to go. Now, there's time and place for that. But I would say probably nine times out of ten, a woman is going to want that kind of like slow seduction to bring her to a level where she's like, okay, I can't take it anymore. Take me. Put it inside of me. Yes. <laughs> well, especially in the beginning, right? Like when you're first starting uh, a that type of sexual relationship with someone, um, err on that side. I mean, we've talked about it in older shows, but uh, getting a woman, like almost making a goal of get the woman to ask you to enter, right? Get her, make her beg for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah, you know, some exactly. women are timid and maybe won't say it, but you know, with that goal in mind, you're driving in the right we direction. We like to have to beg yeah. for it. Yeah. There, there's, there's, it's like there's been times, and I say this from experience, and I've also known from other guys where you're, you're with a girl and um, you guys are making out on the couch, and you know, clothes start coming off, and you just, you kind of start skipping the levels, and you just like, you kind of just go for it. And she's like, oh, no, 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 we're not having sex tonight. Yes. Right? And then you're like, you're like, okay. And then what do you do? You start adding the levels and you don't just go for it. And you start teasing her to the point where all of a sudden she's just like, okay, now I want to have sex. And then what happens? You do end up having sex. So it's not a logical decision. It's an emotional decision. You know, I- what needs that turn on? No, I love that you you brought that up because I feel like a lot of men in a binary way will say, you know, I don't understand women like they'll say no. But then I see her go home with this guy, you know, and she said no or, you know, to me, right went home with someone else. Right. And um, and I think right in what you just said, Trip is the answer. Yeah, I agree. It's actually yeah. this subtle difference, which is, well, that person took the time to warm her up. Right. right. Or tease her. I totally agree. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'll, I'll say this. Um. This is this is kind of an interesting move. I don't necessarily recommend this, but it's just kind of funny. Uh-oh. It's kind of a story, but I'll tell you um, what a guy can do. I've done this a few times, and it's more it's more it's, it's more <laughs> I'm entertaining. Yeah, it's more entertaining. And after this break, now um, <laughs> it's it's more entertaining. But you basically, if you're on a I don't know. I don't know exactly when it would be. Maybe when you first meet her. Or maybe it's on a first date or something. And you know things are going really well. Um, a guy can say to a girl and, and, and be dead serious about it and just, just look at her and be like, listen, I'm having a great night with you, but we're not having sex tonight. Right? A guy, actually, you have the guy say that to the girl. Yeah, I could definitely see this working. Naughty. The girl is shocked, too, because you're saying it in, in serious. You're not making a joke about it. So, she's, so she goes, whoa. She's like flustered because she's never heard a guy in her life say that. And she's like, well, yeah, no, of course, I know. Yeah, no. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> I was so, thinking the uh, same thing. Yeah, of course not. You know, she tries to almost one up him like you better believe or not you know what i mean right like yeah. no girl ever goes like oh i really wanted to unless it's like your girlfriend but like that doesn't happen and what's funny is you say that and it almost turns her on in a way and kind of confuses her but <laughs> later on night you guys end up doing it and it's just like it's hilarious how again it's more to, it's more to i say this more to prove to guys and, and teach guys that it's it's not logic it's not logic that does it. She might say logically, no, you're, I'm not going to sleep with you. Yeah, of course not. But when you when you can turn that volume knob up, mm-hmm. you know, she, she's going to want it. Right, right. You'd be like, win her over. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I, I agree. I would say use this with caution. Right. I think it's, uh, yeah, right. It, I think or like, back to your point, um, Trip, which is that that can fall in that category of like, quick quick fast a game, games a game, yeah, yeah to like score but you know the goal is to actually evolve i think in a way that that allows but i a, think that could be a fun it is fun dynamic like if a, if i'm out you know and a guy says that to me it would it would just add so much spice and seduction and of course and then and then like for me it would be really fun to just 
to try to seduce the hell out of you, right? Yeah, or <laughs> like, it almost takes the stress off as well because there can be so much. That's true. Um, that's true that too. first date thing where you're both nervous and she's thinking, okay, he's going to try and sleep with me. And I think especially in our culture now with Tinder and everything, I think there's a lot of like, well, what's his intention? Right. That can block her ability to relax it can and put her on even guard get warmed up. To yeah. To try to like, maybe she feels like she needs to guard herself or. Right. I think a lot of women do, especially on that first date. Um, okay, we are taking a mini break. And okay, we're we'll be right, right back. back. We're talking with Trip from the podcast, How to Talk to Girls. You can follow him at Trip Advice. That's with two Ps. Um, you can reach out to us on Instagram. We prefer, but we're everywhere else, at TA Talk Sex. And email your advice question to advice at tatalksex.com. Hello, we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we are talking with Trip from How to Talk to Girls podcast. Check him out. He's got tons of practical, real life advice on this show. Yeah, and experience. Yes. Love, love your stories of, of heading out into the field. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's plenty more where that came from. <laughs> Trip, have you given that story? Have you, like you said, I mean, were there things where you thought, I'm going to experiment tonight and just throw this at the wall and see if I get the response I'm expecting from a woman. I mean, did you start kind of almost like keeping statistics? <laughs> I mean, in a way, it was all one big experiment, you know? It's like I, in the beginning, it was an experiment that I didn't even know I was experimenting. It was like I didn't realize I could, I could learn all this crazy stuff about women by just going up and starting conversations and and playing around with different ideas, you know? So, I mean, like, not everything I did was fully out of um, experience. There was some concepts that I learned from from books and from books on evolutionary psychology and things like that, but then I would test them and see how it worked. So one thing was, like, instead of asking, I would tell. So every time I was with a girl, I would try not to ask any any questions. Um, how do I say this? I wouldn't ask any um, for any... Uh, I wouldn't ask something of her that I wanted. It would be I would just tell her that I wanted to do it. Oh, okay, I like so, that. So instead of being like, "Hey, you know, can I get your number?" They'd be like, "Let me get your number." And I like, of, like that. Let's go on. Uh, uh, would you like to go on a date with me? Um, let's go on a date, right? So the power of let's l e t s. No, no more, no more asking and just telling. And I found that my results skyrocketed by just doing that because. You know, again, going back to what I was saying earlier about those behavioral cues, you're showing assertiveness and exactly. dominance. And women like that, women like a guy who's taking control. So yes, but let me just say, it's not, it's not the kind. We just did a show about the myth of the alpha male <laughs> with. Um, oh, I'd like to hear about this. Scott Barry Kaufman. It was amazing, but but it's uh, we were we were distinguishing between dominance and assertion, assertion, and yeah, um, assertiveness, assertiveness. Yeah, yeah and uh, and I think. I just wanted to define here because I think a lot of people misunderstand dominance to be like this, like brute, you know, I'm just going to take over and like what you say doesn't matter. And it's well, like, it's like not telling that. her I'm taking like I'm right, taking like, you out, taking, girl. It's not like that. It's just it's just a it's it is more of an assertive. Yeah. And I and I think it works cue. well because in a, also what you're saying is the way that you phrased it, trip. I think there's like a 
a warm friendliness oh, yeah, in it right. that where you're like, yeah, I, I would like, I'm having fun with you. I'm chatting right now and having fun. And you're saying, let's, let's, you know, continue this on another day. And you're like, great. So guys, if I, th- I would suggest like, if you're like, take that route. Yes. But do like follow trips and tone of more compassion yeah, and fun. It's, yeah. It's and like, maybe don't jump like, the gun on it either. Yeah. It's like dominance is, is the idea of Go, knowing what you want and going after it, you know, that's, I think that's one of the best ways to kind of say it, but it's not about, um, but you know, with that being said, you know, if she says no, she says no. You sure. know what I mean? like, yeah. yeah. Go well, for it. And if she, if she, and if, but it's not, it's not go, it's not know what you want and go after it, you know, no, no matter, matter what, what happens, <laughs> yeah. you know, know what you want, go after it. And if it if it doesn't if it doesn't come to you, okay, then fine. Then you're you're mature enough to handle that. You know, you'll you'll go after someone else or get something else that's going to work better for you. You know, if this girl is, it rejects you or isn't interested in you, okay, that's fine. There's other girls out there who are going to be great for you. You know, same thing with anything in life. You know, it's like you, you know you know you want the job, so you go after it. Okay, they might not hire you for the position. Um, but that doesn't mean you're going to stop looking for a job, right? right? I don't love that analogy because I don't, I don't think that getting women is like trying to it's get her to say yes. And it's a job, like it's not, you're trying to persuade her or anything like that. But I'm just talking about an idea of dominance. It's going after what you want. And, and yeah, I, like you guys said, it's like doing it and doing it in a nice, playful uh, way. I guess, okay, here, here's a great, here's a great way of explaining it. You want to be assertive, not aggressive. Right. That's, you know, assertive and aggressive are completely different things. You know, I mean, to get real deep here, aggression would lead to something like rape. And we don't want to do that. That's very, very bad. But assertive is is taking the anger and aggression out of it and just putting yourself forward in terms of trying and attempting to go after what you want. Right. Well, and and if she gives you feedback right. in, in, in another direction, you take a different direction. It's not like. Well, I think by being by confidently saying what you want, which yeah. is what you're what Trip is describing, right? Going, hey, let's do this. You're actually allowing her to respond um, cle- clearly, like she received what you're saying very clearly. And mm-hmm. so, if then she's able to clearly you say, yeah, I'm game, or or no thanks. And then you don't end up in that middling zone where you're going, is she into me or not? Is she yeah. friending me? Is she putting me in the Ooh. friend zone or not? Uh, which I think happens a lot too, right? Um, I don't know, Trip. do you have thoughts on, on the friend, that? The friend zone? Yeah, the friend zone. Because like, I, I, I definitely, as a woman, I, I have a lot of male friends. I think that there are these moments where I go, yeah, you're definitely, you know, I'm not interested in having something sexual with you. Yeah. Do you think that um, you can get out of the friend zone? Or, or Yeah. What Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I, I, I like, I, I say this, I like to, um, I like to prevent, not cure. So... I like to teach guys to work on prevention methods uh, <laughs> rather than trying to cure the disease, the friend zone disease that's already happening. Interesting. So, so you know what? We just said it right here. One of the preventative medicines for friend zone illness is, is assertiveness and dominance and going after what you want. The thing is, is that the guys who end up in the friend zone, they don't do that. They don't do that at all. They they take this backdoor route that never um, ends up with the girl um, opening the door. Okay, they're they're trying to be friends with them first and just really 
playing this very slow process of trying to let the girl know that they that they like them or trying to get the girl to like them and this is not what's going to attract the girl it's going to put you in the friend zone because you're not being assertive and not going after it so how do you do that very simple ask her on a date right. tell you like her tell you're interested in her right, yeah. a lot of guys won't do that and they won't do it because they're afraid of rejection right. so they're they're really focused on you know on what's going to happen if they do put themselves out there and they and it's sad because they don't you know you don't know what you don't know and they don't know that there yeah. are many other girls that they could have they're so focused on this one girl and that girl is for whatever reason they're everything you know it's like oh she's my everything she's everything I want in a girl they don't understand that there's so many women out there they don't live in the in the abundance world they live in the in mindset of scarcity thinking that they have to get this girl so they don't want to screw it up and they go really slow and end up in the friend zone. Yeah, I think that's great advice, actually. Well, I, what's interesting to me is what what if they are rejected, Trip, You know, what's your thought on that? Like, if they are rejected, uh, then, then, and, then move on. Then move on. You know, yeah. I mean... You don't spend this time stewing or frustrated. You get a clear answer no, faster rather than later. No, it's tough because I... Words, words can't help a guy understand... Um, you know, I can say all the cliches, there's plenty of fish in the sea and, and there's so many women out there and da 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 and it's never really going to hit them until they start going out and meeting more girls. So if they want to understand you know, the abundance of women, of course, I don't know, you might be in a small farm town, that's obviously a little bit different, but for most people in any sort of major city, you know, or any kind of metropolitan area, there's going to be so many women. So if they go out and start meeting girls and start approaching, they're going to start to prove to themselves how it's never ending. I mean, go on Tinder for crying out loud. Go on one apps. Go on the dating. I mean, like you, you can't, like the swiping never ends. Can I ask you, know? you a question? Do you think that, um, do you think guys after that kind of situation and he gets rejected and put in the friend zone after trying, do you feel like guys can be friends with girls after that? Yeah, I mean, well, after that, after getting rejected? Sure. I mean, if it was a compassionate, <laughs> friendly, whatever. But, you know, she was like, you know, I just I just see us more as friends and I'm just not into you in that way, you know. I think it's going to be really diff difficult for him to do that until he starts dating other girls or else mm -hmm. he's just not going to know. I think he's still going to be really stuck on the girl. I think most of the time it's probably going to happen like that. So I think eventually they could probably become friends. I think there's always going to be something deep down inside of him that's going to have an attraction or, or a desire for the girl. That doesn't mean he's necessarily going to act on it right. um, because he's dating other people. But, I mean, I don't know. I think it would take a lot for that actual full attraction to die. I, I mean, well, and it seems you know, I don't like think it's necessary. Well, by the way, I think to be friends, um, I almost wonder if, if it's because, like, say, you all work together or, right, like, there's a reason that's bringing you together outside of we met at a party and I thought you were really hot and I'm pursuing right. you. And then when you say no thank you, it's why are you maintaining a friendship, right? Whereas when there's, you know, other, I think, other layers to sure. to your I mean, I talk about almost like degrees of attraction. There are levels of reason, like reasons you're coming together that are not just romantic. Um, then maybe a friendship is born out of that. But you're right, dating someone else is probably the best way to alleviate the, uh, the, the pressure. Right, exactly. I mean, and then it begs the question of can, can men and women truly be friends? And I, I think, yeah, they can be friends 
you know, but there's, I don't know, there, there's always something. There's well, always going to be something. I mean, not always. You can't say that. I just, I feel like in most cases, there's always something there. But again, that doesn't mean it's strong enough that the guy is necessarily going to want to act on right, it. Right. Or that it negates the friendship. Right. Even. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, I liked our conversation with a Buddha from Dude Panel as well about, mm-hmm. um, attraction existing between you and actually acknowledging it too that like and that's what I feel like I've learned over the years is that there I feel like my sense is there is always going to be some degree of attraction between like you know my guy friends or whatever Uh, it's just for whatever reason we I you know he have chosen not to act on it but allowing it to be there without giving it so much meaning or you know it's thinking oh it's there so then it has to be dealt with it's yeah or just, like i have to act on it it's right. like well no that's actually the thread that's keeping you to tied maybe in a but way it's an it's aspect like, of your dynamic so just let it be there and well, uh, it's a, a spark i mean i think yeah. of attraction like i'm saying in the scale and when i say scale i mean uh you know I have a show with you, Stephanie, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who is, you know, TNA because we have attraction. Like there's mm-hmm. something bringing us together yeah. um, in the same way that everyone in my life that I've chosen to spend time with, you know, there's an attraction drawing me in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then there are levels, right? Where you say, I want this sexual attraction or I have this, you know, this draw to spend every day in, a, in an intimate physical way with someone, right? Yeah. Is, is different. I feel like that's a very feminine thing to talk about trip i don't degrees know. of attraction yeah yeah like uh, it's not the light switch <laughs> yeah it's definitely not the light switch but no i i think for guys there's levels too i mean i mean i don't know are there girls out there that i'm friends with that they're like hey let's have sex right now like would i do it like yeah probably some of them but not all of them but mm-hmm. some of them you know i mean i've definitely had really close girlfriends in my life that you know, even if they wanted to sleep together. No, I wouldn't. Like, the attraction really wasn't there, you know. It just right. wasn't there. I, I, it's not what I want. But, but I, I'll be honest, there's definitely some, some girls that they wanted to, and I was, you know, and single, and they were single, and it worked out, and they wanted to hook up. Like, I'd probably do it. Interesting. You know? Yeah. I mean, I would also, but I'm also not desperate, so I would do it. But I would also have a very nice, thorough conversation with the person being like, wait a minute, do you want to do it because you like me or because you want sex? Because if this is going to lead to, you know, this being very complicated and our friendship being ruined because of, you know, you actually having attraction and feelings for me, then no, we shouldn't do it. You know, and in that case, if they're a very close friend, then no, as much as I want to, I'm not going to because that wouldn't be worth it to me. So, and I think it's very helpful to point out that like, like you can make that sound decision when you're not in a desperate position. You know, I I feel like that can definitely cloud guys vision. Right. Being, being aware of where you're coming from before you act on something. Yeah. I, uh, actually a funny story, a friend, a male friend told me about how there was a girl where they, they had a conversation about kind of casually hooking up or that neither of them were looking for any sort of commitment. And then I think maybe, maybe they had already hooked up once and she came over a second time and she said, I, I wish I could remember now, but it was something very like a needy quality or like a girlfriendy thing as they're like taking their clothes off, right? Like they're taking each other's clothes off and she says something like, yeah, but you know, I, something intimate, you know, implying greater weight. And he was, and he said, he said he like freaked out he froze and he's like, wait a minute, 
you clearly said that this was just a friendly thing. So what I just heard is that you're expecting more from me. And then they kind of had this little tiff. And he said that, you know, now in hindsight, he was almost embarrassed by how he handled it. But he was like, we're, we're not we're not finishing this. That's good of him. I know. I actually thought there was a lot of integrity in it. I think maybe he felt he could have done it maybe gentler. Maybe that was sort of, you know, in the moment. But but that he was, you know, he unplugged right away. He was like, you're you're sending mixed messages and I don't want to create this this accidental hook. Right. Smart man. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. You know, it's tough because our emotions are so strong. You know, you know, with the reptilian brain, like as we were saying, it's so strong. It really wants us to to make irrational decisions sometimes but sometimes you got to put yourself in the place of like all right yes in this very moment i want to have sex with this person really badly but you gotta play a little game with yourself and project yourself into the future of like all right you've already finished you're lying next to the person all of your sexual energy is now drained because you've already had an orgasm how are you going to feel in that moment you know, it's like, and, and people know that because they've masturbated and they've had sex. So they know how they feel in that moment. Well, for guys, at least, it's like, it kind of drains you. So you're not like, the second a guy is done masturbating, he's done. Like, he closes his laptop and he's he's on to the next thing. You know, with sex, it's like, okay, he's done it and he's he can't go again. You know, he can lie next to the girl, but he's not ready to go again. Right. So you got to put yourself in that mindset. Is that going to be worth it? Is it really going to be worth it to, to take those steps and, and and have sex with this girl, you know, and to figure that out, project yourself into the future of how you're going to feel in that moment. Like, oh, my God, what did I just do? You know, or not. Or right. maybe it will be worth it. So I always try to play that game. Those are wise words. Yeah. Wise words. The continuity of the sexual experience. We're, okay, wait, we're taking a we're mini taking break. A break. When we come back, I, w- I want to ask you, Trip, about um, how, how specifically you might advise guys on how to um, gain access to that access point yeah how to get things going with someone that they find really attractive and they see and you know how right. to break the ice yeah the the upfront practical when we come back yes um, <laughs> fine trip uh, at his podcast how to talk to girls and, uh, and on social media at trip advice with two P's you can find us at TA talk sex and we'll be right back mm-hmm Hey guys, we're back with TNA Talk Sex, uh, and I'm T, and I'm A. We're talking with Trip from How to T- uh, How to Talk to Girls <laughs> podcast. Yeah, 
and uh and uh, he's talking to two girls hey <laughs> um so trip we were just uh kind of asking for that practical advice of you know what's how to how are guys you know adapting to step up to to that access point for women yeah in your experience sure, sure yeah well i mean listen a lot of it's going to be in the mindset you know a lot of what's stopping guys is from going over and doing the approach and saying hi and you know they, i'll, I'll break the news to you when you do it nothing bad can happen unless you say something completely inappropriate so i'm just going to say use common sense don't say anything uh overly sexual or obnoxious or rude or mean and start a conversation with the girl and you can say anything you want you can really say anything you want you know i know guys really love the lines here's a line hey what's up hey how you doing hi hey nice in the blank here right you know whatever it is start the conversation and get it going okay uh-huh. that's how you're gonna already pass you i say doing that sometimes is almost already enough to get a girl interested because you're already showing a girl that you are being assertive and you are confident by going up and actually saying hi you know a lot of guys won't do that i know a lot of girls who are like beautiful models who tell me all the time they don't get approached. This happens to me all the time. It's a, like, you mean honestly, it doesn't happen to you. No, I mean, no, well, no, it happens all the time that I don't get approached. Like right. I literally like it's bizarre. I mean, I'm an attractive you mean girl. You, yeah. You want to be approached. Well, yeah. What? I mean, I don't, I don't, I get really nervous. I, I don't, I don't, it's not like I'm like sad about or anything. It's just, it's just hilarious where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm, I'm attractive, really attractive woman. And I'm standing here yeah. at a bar and nobody is coming up to me. Oh, and yep. you feel, and I'm like, it's just, I laugh at it, you know, but, and so therefore when a guy, and I'm a very nice person, I'm not an ice queen in any way. When a guy does have the balls to come up to me, I totally pray. Like, I don't like say, Hey, thanks for coming up, you know, but I mean, I'm, like I'm very reward. Like, I totally engage him. It's it's wonderful. Actually, it's you bring like, up a good point. Like you're out at a at a bar at an event. I mean, it's funny because you hear women. You do hear women saying, "Well, I'm I'm out with da da da," and they're interrupting. But I feel like largely we go out because we want something fun to happen. We want to meet someone. We want to, and maybe it's maybe you're not looking for sex or what you know whatever. But you're out to be social. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're out to be social. You're out to have fun, and that's another thing too. Is I tell guys to really let go and just and just and and be themselves and I hate that advice but I'll I'll really explain what that means on a practical level is what are you interested in what do you like talking about and and are you are you goofy uh, are you you know do you have weird interests whatever all that stuff is test this out do me a favor and test this out so you can learn for yourself test it out and and Talk about what you want to talk about. Be goofy. Be silly. Make your corny jokes. Do the things that entertain you and make you excited and you happy because girls will latch onto that. They yeah. will like that. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna be they're gonna want that fun, unique person because that's gonna be well, A, more fun, and B, very confident, because you're showing to the girl that you don't really give a shit what she thinks. You're just gonna be you. And that in itself is super attractive. Well, and I think it also allows for you to find some, like, find a girl who's actually excited about the things you're excited about. So instead of just, oh, this girl's hot, can I make it happen with her? It's like, well, yeah, what do you guys have in common? Is she is she excited about the things you're excited about? And then maybe she becomes a really awesome girlfriend <laughs> because you connected on something that matters to both of you. 
Yeah. Right, exactly. And you're only going to do that by loosening up and, and just having a good time. You know, like we were saying earlier, it's all connected. But don't be going up to a girl and focused on, okay, I got to get a number. If I don't, I'm a loser. If I don't, I screwed up or I'm not doing this quote unquote right. You know, go up and just see what can happen in terms of having a fun interaction with a, with a new girl and see, you know, how you can make it fun for yourself. Can I trip? I, I, let me. I just wanted to ask what your what your take is on this little piece of advice. Is uh, I guess I guess in terms of self consciousness, like a little bit of nervousness. If I perceive a little bit of nervousness from a guy who's coming up to me, I'm forgiving. Like I get it. Like I get that it's a nervous, ner- you know, kind of thing, scary thing to do. Um, but don't. I so I would say don't wait until there's you're like not nervous at all you know and because I think there's always going to be some degree of that so keep going even if there's a little bit of nervousness oh yeah totally I mean you know it's never it's in the beginning you're you can't psych yourself out of it you just can't it's not going to be possible there's no magic wand that's going to make you ready to go up and talk to a girl you just have to pull the trigger and you just got to do it you just got to go up and start talking yeah. And it's it's kind of a catch-22 in a weird way. It's like the thing that's going to make you not nervous to start talking to girls is talking to girls. Totally. And, you know, I wanted to put my part two of this is, and we talk about, uh, so T and I um, are, we're, we're actresses, and, and this is a big thing in acting where I feel like uh, self-consciousness is where your attention is totally, is on yourself, right? And so one thing that a tool we often use in art is to put the attention on the relationship in front of you, the person who's in the scene with you or, you know what I mean? And so if you're, if you're, if your attention is outwardly focused, you know, like how is like, if you're a guy at the bar, like, you know, how, how is she doing? Is she comfortable? Does she have a drink or da, 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 da. It helps get the attention off of you and your nervousness. Yeah. I no, I like it's that. I like that. It, is, it is the acting <laughs> thing. I mean, so basically in auditions, they say they're like, well, you, okay, you're reading lines. And instead of looking at your page and continuing to kind of be, you know, am I performing right? It's right. like you locking eyes with the reader across the way exactly. while you're on camera and, and giving your attention to that person. Yeah. Like the way that you'd be a good listener. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, public speaking, you know, if you're public speaking and you're teaching something, for example, you know, put yourself in the shoes of the other person and they just want to learn something from you. If you're doing a seminar on, on, let's say, dating advice, right? It's like they want to learn something from you. They're not focused on whether or not you're nervous or this or that. They're there for themselves. They want to get something. So it should be your job as the public speaker teaching something. Don't focus on whether or not you're saying things right. Focus on how best you can deliver it to them right. to get them what they, what they want. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, you should enjoy it. Because if you're not enjoying it, you're not enjoying the things that you're freaked out about, <laughs> then it's going to be really hard for you. You're going you're to struggle a lot more. I agree. Yeah, I love this approach of what what you're saying about, um, I mean, I find I do this also, which is, I always look at that sort of an anthropological query, but that you kind of go into a situation minimizing the stakes by saying, this is an experiment. I'm, you know, I'm testing it out. So Give it doesn't... yourself freedom to fail. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say anything about me. It's, uh, I'm, I'm 
dipping a toe in this on you know or I'm, I'm trying this angle and mm-hmm. see see how it fits you know if it works and then when yeah. it does you're like cool data you know <laughs> or like you know it didn't work interesting data, data. <laughs> right. and right. Then, yeah it creates space between you and the experience yeah, so so good. rather than yeah like oh my god I'm so humiliated that person turned me down it's like I, I've had this happen where you know uh, I, I, I'll be attracted to a guy. I start chatting with them and then, you know, maybe it goes well and they're like, well, it's nice meeting you. Bye. And I'm like, oh, you didn't ask for my number. <laughs> I'm like, that's so, you know, ah, oh, like, what was that about? And, uh, and truly I'm like, oh, he probably has a girlfriend, you know, or he probably, you know, basically it's like, oh, it's not about me. It's whatever's happening in that person's life that I just don't know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that's a big part of it. I think there can be assumptions um, with guys. I know like right now about you and something you did wrong. And right. Right now, like I'm going through a phase where I'm kind of more focused on myself and like my work projects. And I don't have a lot of energy lately, like for romantic dating. And so, you know, people have asked me out and I'm like, it's not a priority right now, you know. And uh, and I think, you know, that that can come off like, oh, she rejected me. And it's like, I'm actually so in my head about what's going on with, you know, paying my bills or whatever, you know, like I, I'm not, it's not about you. Um, so I think people forget that. Yeah, they absolutely forget that, you know, just because they get rejected. It doesn't, you know, a girl rejects you, a girl rejects a guy. I mean, she doesn't really get the chance to know the guy. So it's like, how can they really reject them? You know what I mean? Like a breakup might be a whole different story, but I mean, someone doesn't want to give you their number after, you know, I don't know, 10 minutes of meeting you. That means that you're a complete loser. Like, how, how does that make any logical sense? You That's know, true. She doesn't know you. You didn't, it didn't work out. And for whatever reason, whatever, it happens. There's a million reasons why it could have happened. But it doesn't mean that you're a crappy person. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it just kind of happened. It is what it is. You move on. And, and like you said, taking the data and go and, and try to do better next time if you can. Right. Trip, yeah. I have a personal, I guess a personal question for you. I mean, now that you've kind of accumulated all this and you do this show, um, where are you now kind of with your approach to dating or, or are you in a relationship and, you know, does that, I don't know, do you feel like you are wiser for it all? Yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, at this very moment, I'm in a relationship and, you know, I don't think I would have been able to get into the types of relationships that I've wanted to without um, without building this skill set and building this confidence. Right. You know, it's like, and then, you know, there's the cliche that you might have heard is like, learn all the rules and then forget them. Right. That's kind of what happens here is you learn everything and it kind of just sinks in and it becomes part of you and you don't need to think about the moves and the things and the techniques. You just start to kind of do and you just become this person who becomes more confident. Here's a great example. It's the first time, we'll go back to basketball, because that's my favorite analogy, mm-hmm. is that the first time you give it, let's say you're, you're, I don't know, 15-year-old kid and you've never seen a basketball in your life, and someone's telling you to dribble the ball. They give you the ball, and you start to dribble. You're going to start to get it. You're going to be like, this is really weird. Like you're bouncing the ball and you need to hit up your hand again. You need to bounce it again. You need to keep it in control. You can't bounce it too high. You can't bounce it too low. You have to give it the right amount of pressure and you just got to keep doing it. Okay, then you got to start doing it to both of your hands because that's what dribbling is. You dribble back and forth, back to your hands, between your legs. And it's like, well, of course, the first time you got to learn the rules. But then all of a sudden, you've been dribbling and running up and down the court and, and shooting baskets for so long 
You don't think about how you're doing it. It just becomes part of who you are. So that's kind of the same thing in terms of confidence in women. It's a skill. There's a learning curve. You learn about how it works. You learn about how to do it. You go out. You take action. You practice. You know, start getting some confidence because you start seeing a couple of, um, you know, really good results that you've wanted to see. And it just becomes part of you. But it's, it won't happen if you don't actually go out and do it. That's why on my podcast and on my YouTube channel, I have so many videos. I have so many episodes. But I try to at least on every I don't know, every third episode say like as much as I love you guys watching and listening to the podcast and giving you downloads. Yay. 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 But I want you to succeed and you won't if you don't go out there and actually use this stuff. So I'm a really big opponent of, of taking action because then you'll get to the point where things start becoming easier and, and then you can focus on other great parts of your life because that's just one small area is right. relationships and women. So yeah, so so get out there at the bar and then and then write us your success stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and go and mess up. You're gonna mess up more times than you'll succeed. That's just how it goes. It's just the nature of nature. You're gonna mess up, and uh, and then once in a while you're gonna see some really cool stuff happen, and those are what make the the 99 out of 100 mistakes worth that one worth that one win. Yeah, here's here's a, Here's a Tony Robbins in me, you know? <laughs> yeah, love Tony Robbins. We love, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's on point. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, and you'll usually end up with pretty fun stories with the, with the mistakes as well. So, so yeah, at least totally. life is so colorful. Win -win. Yeah. Totally. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much, Trip, for talking with us. Yes, it's been so fun having you. I, like, awesome. We love your show and we love what you're doing. You guys, his podcast is uh, How to Talk to Girls. You're on Stitcher. You're everywhere, right? Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes. I'm on iTunes and Stitcher. iTunes and Stitcher. Um, and you can find him on social media at Trip Advice, which is two Ps. And um, thank you. Thank you so much for to, for talking to probably mostly our guys, but everyone can can get something out of this for sure. And um, yeah, I think ladies it's just, listening, feel free to refer to right, you know, refer, refer your men. Yeah, that, that, that need help. I mean, but I love that you're you're not a douchey guy who's you know rehashing all this awful advice out there. Yeah. You're very connected, and 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 that's why we like talking with you. And it's just it's so fun to have you on the show, and um, and that everything that you say is comes from it's genuine wisdom because it's born from your experience, and we appreciate that on on our show for sure. Awesome. So. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate the kind words. And any of you listening, I interviewed them on my podcast. So check out their interview as well, because they did some really cool advice, which will be coming out uh, in a few months if you're listening to this new. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that was that was a blast. <laughs> uh, so um, as you all know, you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. We have an advice episode at the end of every month. So if you write in questions, uh, we will answer them at the end of the month. Uh, you can write us at advice at tatalksex.com. Um, our website, tatalksex.com. Instagram, tatalksex. Uh, and we're on lovetv.co uh, with video, uh, you know, featured videos. Um, did I leave anything out? YouTube channel. You can subscribe there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> TNA Talk Sex Bonanza. Uh, but yeah, re you know, reach out on Instagram. We we have uh, lots of lively discussions on Instagram. I don't know why it always happens on Instagram, but it it's, does. It's a great platform. I love it. It's so fun. Anyway, um, but we, we, we look forward to chatting with you outside of the show. So um, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Thanks yep, for listening. Yeah, you're talking with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A.